What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. You got Jones and Sully here, and we are coming off one of the most wild or possibly the wildest divisional round weekend of NFL playoffs we've ever seen. We had four out of four games end on a walk-off, essentially a walk-off field goal, right? All four games. Um, three out of four home teams lost, and, uh, and that leaves us with a four and a six seed in the NFC and a two and a four seed in the AFC. Um, and then we we have the Sunday night game, which, you know, people are already talking about in the conversation for the best playoff game ever ever played. Uh, I think we had 25 points in the last two minutes scored. It was just absolute insanity. Um, what were you what were you thinking about uh, before we get to kind of Bill's Chiefs, but what, how do you feel about the rest of the games? They go as, as kind of as way you thought? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the games were a little bit underwhelming being the first two games. Uh, you know, the average fan, even a lot of good fans like to see points. I don't think they were terrible games. They both ended up in walk-offs. Um, the Bengals-Titans game, I guess it went a little similar how I thought. You know, the Titans O-line is horrible. It always has been horrible, and some people are shocked that he got sacked so many times. I wasn't. But Burrow still did his damage in, in the secondary, and Chase still did work. Um, you know, the Titans made it a game lately, and then Tannehill was Ryan Tannehill. He sucks. Um, that game was okay. It was, it was decent, and you had a good finish. You, had, you know, because of a Tannehill interception, that gave pretty much gave them the win. I really thought the Titans gave the game away. They should have easily won it, I think, if, you know, Tannehill doesn't turn it over a million times. Um you know, when you get sacked nine times and you win, you know, that's not a stat you ever hear. And they were up by ten points in that game also. Very odd. The second game, I don't think anyone really enjoyed it, um, unless you're a Niners fan. I mean, you know, just... It was, was rough all around. Yeah, I mean, there was good special teams plays by the Niners, but you're talking about a third, what was it, a 13-10 ball game? Like, I don't want to see that in a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy G is now 2-0 and in the playoffs with no touchdowns and two interceptions. I, I just, I really am fascinated by the Niners with Jimmy G because his record as their starting quarterback is fantastic. They can have another starting quarterback that's, similar or eh, whatever and they they just they get pummeled but then with him and he's average at best i would say i'd say jimmy's average at best um he's probably in the 17 to 20 range for quarterbacks he uh they he just doesn't play well and they continue to win yeah it doesn't really make any sense like if to me uh, you're right in the sense that if it was a different quarterback it seems like they're always losing but if you just give them those same performances with someone like Kirk Cousins, I mean, they're uh, oh, I think fourteen Kirk and three would, team this year. I think Kirk would be a big upgrade. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. it, you're right; it does seem like they they lose without Jimmy, and Jimmy I comes don't know in if, and doesn't play better, and they will win. Maybe you know? he's a good leader for them. I don't know, but he really he can't throw the ball outside of to the numbers at all. He really just can't. He doesn't have the arm strength. He's Great within the middle of the numbers and in, inside with Kittle and Ayuk and they, they Shanahan's I mean a genius at how he orchestrates the offense being as compromised as they are with with him and he's used Debo in the backfield and um, but I, I mean it was just pathetic by the Packers it was uh, Rodgers not Rodgers best performance uh, but the you know they abandoned the run game late um, not enough deep shots and I know MVS was out. But 
Uh, everything was difficult for the Packers offensively. Uh, but when they did have success, they ran it, and then the blocked field goal at, at the end of... If they go up 10 nothing, not that the game's over, but that's huge that they, they blocked that kick. And then the blocked punt, you know, if that blocked punt doesn't happen, um, you know, they're not... They, they, they're they, not they win that, that game. game. They're not yeah. winning that game. I, I just... I'm saying this to be when people like, Rodgers was terrible. I'm like, I look, I don't think Rodgers was terrible. He was like 20 of 27, 220-something yards. Gets a really good defense right now. I don't think he was terrible. Uh, not up to his standard, but I mean, you know, his standard is one of the five best quarterbacks ever. Yeah. But he, he still didn't turn it over. He still didn't turn it over. And they're like, he had this amount of points where I'm like, well, yeah, he put up that amount of points. A missed field goal puts you to 13. And then on a drive where they're about to get a field goal, if not more, the tight end drops, fumbles the ball. You know, I, I mean, you're talking about at least three to seven points with the fumble. You're talking another three with the field goal. You're talking seven there. That's literally, that's literally thirteen to seventeen points. Yeah, and then uh, you know if, this, if they win this game, if they go out there and score twenty-four points with that same stat line, and Rodgers has a, a, a touchdown or two touchdowns, Rodgers had a fantastic game. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I, I just people are overreacting. He, like I, I'd say I don't think Rodgers lost in the game. Clearly, it's the special teams. Rodgers just didn't win the game. He didn't, he didn't do enough to win them the game. Uh, looking back on it, the the absence of Valdez Scantling was really a big one for them. Probably bigger than if they didn't have Lazard. Not he, I think he hyper focused on Jones and Adams too much. I think he should have looked elsewhere. Yeah, I mean Lazard was like a non factor. <clears throat> he had been yeah. he had been really but, been coming on in the end of the season. Yeah, the thing though with Lazard though is Lazard MVS is their deep threat and opens up the field. They had no one to open up the field, especially when you're. When you're bracketing coverage to Adams, you're really not going to get with the safety over the top. You're not going to get anything deep to Adams. So Lazar doesn't do anything deep, uh, and that really leaves, you know, the tight ends are viable. And then there's really no other receivers. So I think if MVS plays, and this is going to sound wild, I think they win the game. Um, I really think, you know, he's due for one or two big plays a game, and even at minimum – He's a threat. He keeps the extra safety at top, and you know, an extra guy out of the butt. You know, he's just the threat is just so much, and it opens up things for Adams and Lazard underneath. Uh, and I never thought I would say that, but I really thought it, his 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 absence loomed large for them. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, that game. I mean, it was so by the skin of their teeth. Anyway, if you have one proverbial ball bounce the way of the Packers in that game, the Packers win. You know, the, the Niners yeah. barely walked out of there. They walked out of there with the thinnest of wins you can, you know, walk yeah. off walk off field goal on the road, you know, that, that yeah, they barely that, had the leg for. And then at the end, the defense on the last drive just did not get it done. They got it done all game, but do need to be critical of them on that last drive. I know, I know they got a good field position. They only needed like 25, 30 yards. On third and seven, Jimmy G's probably not throwing the ball. And if he does, great. If he throws the ball, great. But you weren't ready for a Debo Samuel run when he was in the backfield. That's an issue for me. Debo's in the backfield. Look, they're probably not passing it if he's in the backfield. Even if he is, great. Debo's not getting it. Debo's in the backfield. I I figured they would pass it at first, and then I saw Debo on the backfield. I said, oh, wow, they're probably going to run this on third and seven. Made me think maybe this is four-down territory. You know, probably. It's got to be when the, the season's on the line. I mean, I know you could play for overtime, but still. I know. So knowing that, and you see Debo on the backfield, be ready for the run. You let him get eight or nine yards on a third and seven. That's pathetic. That is. That is. I know they played a great game, but that's pathetic. And 
might as well be losing the game for them there too, giving up a third, a nine-yard run on third and seven when their most, their best player probably on their whole team, well, on their offense, is in the backfield. And when he's in the backfield, he gets the ball, and and you, you're not ready for it. I, I just stacked the box. I know he had one they, or two completions. They did, like a, they did a pretty decent job against him the whole game. He only had like 30, 35 yards rushing or something like that. He had 39 for the whole whole game. He got 39. his over by like half a yard. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Run. Well, it depends on where you got it because I got it early in the week at 33. And then yeah, it was, was, it was at 37. It was, yeah, it was at 37 or 38. And he got it on that on that last on that last run. But uh, but also I thought the the Shanahan got three more, two or three more yards on those two run, two more runs. Those two extra three yards help in those conditions. You know, it took a instead of a forty-seven yarder, it's a forty-four yarder for Gold. And you know, he may have made it either way, but that's a big difference in those conditions. Yeah, for sure. You know, like I thought it was smart that he kept running it a couple times and, and to get the inch them closer because every yard is is big and, and when it's snowing I was very impressed with gold I was like I didn't know if he was gonna make it. I know he's super clutch but I, he doesn't have a good luck le- he doesn't have a good luck at all like 50 is the furthest for him yeah he's at this very point accurate. in his career he's very accurate. he's very accurate so so that's where exactly where you're going 47 to 44 someone like gold it is big I just figured in the snow and and the wind I didn't know if that was gonna hurt his distance and he made it relatively easy. Yeah, I mean, moving on. Speaking of kickers who coming up short, we'll move on to the Rams Bucks game. Uh, that we'll start off with. That was weird that Matt Gay came up short on a forty-seven yard field goal in perfect conditions. Well, he came up like five yards short or six yeah, yards like, short. I was like that. That had to have been tipped, but I haven't seen any yeah. replay that showed that. But yeah, I mean, the guy the guy has one of the stronger legs in the league. Yeah, he, he hits mid fifties routinely. So yeah, I, to come Ram- to, he essentially couldn't. He would have missed a forty-two-yard field goal, forty-three-yard field goal. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, when when you look at this game, the the for all conclusive purposes, the Rams played horrible. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if you don't if you don't have Stafford in the D line, like literally everyone else played horrible. And Cup, I mean, Cup fumbles himself. Cam Akers should not see the field next week. Fumbling he's gonna, twice. He's gonna. Uh, McVeigh was all. He was very supportive of him in the postgame presser. Of course I mean, he was. I'm sure he was. Obviously, it's different that they won. Um, I'm sure it would have been a slightly different tone if they had lost. Uh, but yeah, I mean, dude, he, how do you have it for what it is? I just, I, I don't think they're gonna have Michelle. Do you really want Michelle back there running the ball 25 times a game? He, I mean, I'm not. I'm just saying more of a committee. Yeah. Give me a more. I mean, that's give fair. Me, or, I don't know if Daryl Henderson's back. I don't know if he's still hurt. Give me, give me all three backs if Henderson's back. Give me, give me. But dude, if you after you fumble, this game should have been put away. This game should have been like thirty-five to three. He fumbles at the three-yard line. Gay fumbles the ball. Cup fumbles the ball. Whatever it happened, like it was a good play. You can't, you can't crush Cup for it. it it's one time, but he fumbles. Cup's the also ball. the reason they're there. Cam Akers yeah. has nothing to do with why they're there. Yeah, absolutely nothing to do with there. And he did look good at times in the uh, on a couple runs in the previous game in particular. Akers missed his over by a half a yard. He had 24 carries for 48 yards. That's another thing. I don't know why they kept running him and why not. They just didn't continue to pass the ball. I hate when <clears throat> it was like the Falcons in the, in the Super Bowl against them. They just <clears throat> they've got away from what they're doing best. Throw it to OBJ. Throw it to Cup. They can't guard that. Instead, we keep, oh, we run two yards on first down. Oh, we run two more yards. It's third and seven. And then one incompletion. We let the best player on your offense 
But two best players not even touch the ball. I don't. They did and, and, fall into very conventional wisdom, just kind of like let's let's burn the clock. Especially once like the the Bucks got a little bit of life in them, they, they scored that first touchdown to make it. But you when know, you're fumbling every play, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. You're fumbling They're every fired. play; it doesn't matter. And who was the fourth fumble? They had four fumbles in the game. Four. Uh, it was the uh, the center. They snapped it. Yeah, when that was, wasn't looking. I've never seen that in my life. I've never seen it go thirty yards over someone's head. Yeah, never seen that. I've seen it go over someone's head. I've never seen a ball at the twenty go to the fifty. I was literally at a loss for words. Where's he? Where's there's a miscommunication between the uh, the the center and the quarterback. I understand that, but where is he snapping it to? That that's, it's going. That's third? the thing. Yeah, it should have. If it's a good snap, it hits him right in the number. It hits him right in the numbers. Maybe it trickles ten yards most. Uh, I mean, that was like it was like over his left shoulder by like a foot. Yeah, I, I mean, so the Rams played a disgusting game, really, and it was embarrassing that they almost lost, but they did win. They were the better team by. It was so clear they were the better team, and Brady was just getting gift after gift after gift, and people were like, "Oh, Brady!" At the end of the game, they're like, "Brady played great." I'm like, "What game did you watch where he yeah. played great? Brady, what game Brady did you was watch?" Terrible. And Brady they, was he got terrible. he got gifted. He got gifted so many times, and it Look, it, it, it felt so much. Evans. He had a great pass to Evans on the touchdown. Yeah, that was a great pass, and that accumulated for seventy five yards and a touchdown. But if you take it away, all... he's got like one hundred and sixty yards or one hundred and seventy yards passing, zero touchdowns, an interception, and a fumble to lost. Was that his only touchdown? Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, look, he he came up for them at certain times, and the offense moved the ball, but. They had, I can't. They had fourteen possessions in the game. Fourteen. I would, I would hope you're going to score some points with fourteen possessions. Yeah. They had eight, eight possessions in the second half. Like eight possessions in the second half. You, I mean, you, you know, a broken clock is right twice. Even yeah. a broken clock's right twice a day. I mean, eventually they're going to get cooking. I don't, I don't know how you could look at that game and say Brady played well. I, I don't know. It I think it doesn't make any sense. It's disrespectful to his career, the game, your eyes. I, I don't, don't think he would say he played well. No, he obviously wouldn't. But they're like, oh, he threw for 300 yards, and, you know, he almost brought them back. And, and it's like, yes, the other team fumbled it four times. If the other team fumbles it four times, there's no question you should blow that team out. It was the first time in Brady's career he lost a game when his defense caused four turnovers. Forty nine I mean, and one. Now. And Brady's not the only team person to to blame at all. The defense was horrible in the first half, giving up blown coverages and um, uh, you know the O line was obviously hurting big time with with without Werfs. Um, yeah, Jensen I, even on Jensen on the inside was getting burned. He was clearly still hurt. Yeah, but but he, just watching the game, the the Rams are so much of a better team. They they just played. I mean, the turnover battle was two to four. They doubled their turnovers still. Um, so the Rams were the better team. They deserved to win. It was a sloppy game. Having so much money on the game, it was really frustrating watching that game. Yeah, um, I was right. But, there. I was riding that wave with you. And then, um, and then the fourth game was as I predicted. Uh, I thought it was going to be the best game of the playoffs, and I think it was not hyper, hyper hyperbole to say this was the best postseason game ever. I'd certainly, at very least, in the conversation. I'm sure there are some older gentlemen that would argue some game from the you know 70s well, it's the or best 80s. One I've ever seen. It's the best one I've ever seen. Yeah, that's that's fair to say. That's fair to say for sure. Um, but yeah, getting to that game, I mean that 
insanity that game. I've never seen, like we said, 25 points in the last minute and 54 seconds. It's just absurd. Yeah. Um, you know, where would we go? Field, we went touchdown or field goal, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, touchdown. I can't even, like, remember what the breakdown was, but it was it was know, insane. Was... Um, but the now that, you know, everyone's talking about the overtime controversy again. And I know, you know, we we kind of agree on we agree on this a lot, but I mean, it's just it, it, it only comes up when it happens, you know. And everyone's quiet about it every other time of year. Yeah. Um, and if it was a real problem, it'd be it'd be talked about all the time. And in 2019, the Chiefs were the only team. The Chiefs were the one that made the motion to change the rule that would have not that would have benefited the Bills last night, and no one else supported it. So the Chiefs are the ones who could have screwed themselves last night in 2019. And so the Bills don't have any any ground to, leg to stand on because they didn't vote for it. No one else did. No one else brought it to the table. But to me, just if so right now, if the average team scores about or the average team gets about 14, 13, 14 high-flying offenses get 15, 16 possessions a game. The leading yeah. offense this year was the Tampa Bay Bucks with 3.7 touchdowns per game. That means that offenses score, even the best offenses score touchdowns on about 20 to 25% of of uh of possessions depending on how many possessions they get and how high they rank. 20 to 25% are the best offenses. If you're a defense and you can't prevent something that has a 75% chance of not happening for the best teams in the league, you don't deserve to win. That's it. Defense is just in, as important as offense. It doesn't make sense. Like, prevent a touchdown. If you pre- if you prevent a touchdown, you get your chance. That's it. All you we're get saying. your chance to tie or win the game. And exactly. You gave you gave up a field goal with 13 seconds to go. I've never seen that. It's in, it was insane. And if you're worried about the coin toss being a deciding factor, take the coin toss out of it. Home field gets the choice. That's it. That's what you play for. Make the regular season more important. That's what you play for when you play for well, you, seeding. You know, you know people would be up in arms with that, and then we'd go back to the, the coin toss. Well, of course, because people are going to be up in arms no matter what. That's the point of the whole conversation. Yeah. People are, are prisoners of the moment, recency bias, up in arms when it's convenient, not up in arms when they actually think something matters because it doesn't fucking it, matter. Look, it matters once every four fucking years when, it come, when the situation comes up and someone is pissed that a game ended that way. I'm open to some sort of change. Um, I'm I'm open to a change, but it's not necessary and it's not unjust what's going on right now. If there's something better, I'm all for it. Correct. We can't, Correct. We can't have it at the 25 and say, oh, you go, you go, you go. We can't do no, this. I'm, I'm down, out on the college that's, bullshit. That's, no, you, you can't. You can't do that. I mean, not especially not from the 25. If you wanted to say each team gets one possession from your own 25, like if you wanted to be able to match them with a the touchdown, if they have to go the full yard, full Field, I'm more open to that. Not from the opponent's 25, though. Because I would be open to. I think the only solution that really, I mean, could appease people, but also doesn't keep us here forever, is each team is guaranteed two possessions or one possession. Sorry. Yeah. So let's say the Bill, the Chiefs score their touchdown last night. The Bills get one possession. If they score a touchdown and match it, now it's sudden death. Any point on the scoreboard. You, that team wins. So the Chiefs get the ball back. They score a field goal. Game over. That's that's the only way. It's got to stop yeah. at some point. You know, yeah, it's someone's got to fucking win. 
Or you could, you could, you could, if you didn't want to do that, you could make the first team go for a two-point conversion and then enforce the second team to go for a two-point conversion. Yeah, I'm fine with you that could, too. You, could, you know, you, you say you, you have to go for a two-point conversion in in uh, in overtime because that'll 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 make the game end much quicker. Yeah, because what you convert two-point conversions about forty percent of the time, I think is the you know, yeah yeah because I mean yeah it's probably mid forty because. To be honest, like kicking the extra point, it's like who cares? We, we we I don't care if you can get an extra point, but a two point conversion that's exciting. That's like you have plays drawn up for that. You you practice that, like yeah. that's that's a lot more skill than just kicking the extra point. The extra point will kick extra points. We'll be here all day. It's also like if you don't convert the extra point, it's such a disservice to like the rest of the team, you know. Where it's like, okay, you lost on something that is like a 5 or 10% chance, you know, that like, doesn't happen often. How often, you know, these teams don't really miss extra points. I mean, I obviously know it happens much more now that they've reworked, you know, moved it back to the, the to a 33-yard field goal or whatever that it was compared to, you know, yeah. 17 or whatever, 19 it used to be. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine with that. It's just, But you're right. It's it, People are acting like this is the biggest issue that needs to be solved in the NFL landscape, and it's just not close. The last time there was a big, big, big uh, felt like travesty or issue with some sort of officiating or rules, it was the Rams-Saints game three years ago in, uh, in the NFC with Championship the game with the yeah. pass interference. And they changed that, and then... Look at how much of a shit show overreacting to that and changing, replaying the pass interference was. Yeah, they did it one. Was, it was. They did it was, one. One year of it, and they said, "Ah, oh, nah, this ain't they working." Took, they took one call. They for based on one call or one injustice, and it was a bad one. It was literally, it was horrible. The Saints, the Saints should have been in the Super Bowl that year, or, you know, or they should have at least had a chance to. Um, you know, that was so bad, but you can't. You can't, like, it's it's like you can't make up for that. What's done is done, unfortunately. Like, it sucks for the Saints and everything. But you, you, you screwed the whole next year with, with all this, and then you had to go back and get rid of it. You made all these other problems just because of the one be, being emotional with this one issue. Yeah, it sucks. It's terrible. But there's a human element to a lot of these games. And that's something that's so... You know, that's not like, oh, um, that's not something that you can look at and say, well, it's inside the box. Well, it's outside the line or it's on the line. That is such a subjective thing, the past interference. There's so many different ways and things, interpret interpretations of it. You can't take something that's so subjective and make it make it under review because, because you have three different refs can say it three different ways. Yeah, and, um, I, well, like, I guess it, the the solace in that is that it all goes back to New York. You know, it's all being reviewed by the same people if it goes to review. Um, but on the field, you're totally right. It's completely subjective. Um, I wouldn't even be opposed to, like, making that a challengeable call. I wouldn't like, either, yeah. In, in two minute in, like, in, only in the last, like, two minutes or the last three minutes. You can get you, – if you still have your challenge, you can use it on that challenge, a challenge for that. Um and that's yeah, fine. I you think want to use that, but like the way they did it, they just did it all wrong, you know. Yeah, because that. Yeah. Way, I mean, but you're also never going to see an injustice like that again, like such a blatant yeah. call. I mean, we we probably we're going to, but it happens once every fucking twenty years, you know. Yeah. So it's just the ultimate recency bias, and it's it's terrible because you're right, the wrong team. I mean, that penalty gets called. Saints are one hundred percent the Super Bowl. They're on like the fucking three yard line, first and ten. 
or first and goal with the, they're going to kick a field goal and go to the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah. So that one was, you know, it wasn't like it was going from the your own 30 to your own 40, like a thir- big 30, 40-yard chunk, but, like, it doesn't exactly win you the game. That was literally the game, you know. Whichever yeah. way that whoever got that call was winning the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think the I don't think the overtime new rules. There's a lot more that needs to be adjusted in the NFL. I, th- I think the you know Drew Brees tweeted them out today about the rules. I think the roughing the passer needs to be addressed. I agree with Definitely. him there. Um, and uh, wide receivers getting hit below the below the knees, you know, or below on crossing routes to prevent what happened to Chris Godwin. Um, because that's that's far more pressing than an issue that comes up once every two or three years in a postseason game. You know, in the in the regular season, we're not talking about this. Why didn't anyone talk about this when the Lions tied whoever the Steelers this year? Because it doesn't fucking matter. Because it's mm-hmm. like you know, I mean, I understand the magnitude of the game is different, but the 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 issue remains the same. It's if it's if something's a mm-hmm. problem, it's a problem every time it happens. Not only when it happens on the biggest game of the weekend. You know, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. It's just a, it's a, it's such an overreaction, recency bias, whatever. Um, it is. And the Bills have a lot of blame. They have a lot of blame exactly. from the, the defensive Chiefs deserve coordinator. To win that game. The Absolutely. Chiefs were the better team. Look, I'm not going to pick who played better between Allen and Mahomes. That was the best dual quarterback performance I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, neither, neither quarterback deserved to lose the game, but the Bills deserve to lose the game. Not kicking a squid, a deep squib kick to let them return it to take three seconds off, three or four seconds off, gives you way, gives them a sliver of hope. Then you, first of all, you give that up, and then you give up the touchdown. So defensively, two times you gave up. I mean, you gave up many more touchdowns than that. This is the best defense in the league, and you're giving up touchdown after t- touchdown. You couldn't stop them once. So, and then if you're, uh, yeah, McDermott the the uh, what are they doing in coverage wise to let them and, and Leslie Frazier, what are you doing on the on the 13 second play to let them give their fastest player the ball and just take it up the gut for 20 yards? Yeah, they went to they went to Hill then Kelsey. They had they guarded the sidelines. The sidelines weren't the issue. Time was the issue. They had two time two or three timeouts. I'm not sure, but they had, they had enough three. time. They had three, they had three timeouts. timeouts, so they can use the entire field. They can use the entire field. That's what that tells me. Running out of bounds can take you possibly even more time to get out of bounds if you're trying to do that. I saw I saw another player do that before, and I'm like, it takes more time to get out of bounds than if you just get down and call the timeout, if you have the timeouts. So I actually saw Tyreek Hill, like, but right before he caught the long one. That, that's what that I said to my dad. Touchdown. He, was running, he was trying to run out of bounds. I'm like, they have three timeouts. There's like a that's minute and ten said. seconds left. Just call, get yards and call a timeout. That's what I said too. You 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 have the timeouts. Why are you you trying to waste time? It made no sense to me. I said the same thing to my dad. So, you know, when, at that point, the timeout they can use the whole field because of the timeouts. It's you just want those seconds to burn down. You got to play, I would say, somewhat of a normal defense. Maybe you rush two to three, and maybe you put, maybe you put one or two if you want a deep safety or something, and you want an extra if you want an extra someone in the middle of the field, and then. If you want someone extremely deep, you know the safeties are obviously going to play a little deeper. I understand that, but you know if you want, you know if you wanted to do that to protect you from the, you know that's fine. But you know you're obviously not going to do. But they change up the entire game plan. But if you really played something similar to what you normally were doing, you'll probably win the game. Yeah, there was it, it was one of those things. You lo- it was so so crazy to watch unfold 
live, but then you once you kind of take a step back and look at how how we got there, it was it was great. I mean, it was not that different in the Rams game. You know, you just kind of watch these little things happening, and then then the fumble, then these little things happen, then the fumble. You know. So it was just like I, I see how this is happening. It felt like the Super Bowl, the twenty-eight to three Super Bowl. We watched that Super Bowl together, and it yeah. was just like these little things happening. And then before you knew it, it was like, oh my god, they're like, they're down seven with the ball and two minutes left. What the fuck happened? You know? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it, it's it's crazy to look back on, but um, we have we have next week. But I mean, in the these losses with two two of the all-time greats lost and now have questionable futures. Next year, uh, Tom Brady, don't know where he's going to be next year. Is he going to be retired? I guess it's retired or Tampa. But at the same time, I mean, yeah, I think if he wanted to go somewhere else and said, Tampa, I need, like, cut me. I need, you know, we're good. Like, you know, just you keep the money and release me from my contract. I think they'd do it for him. Um, but, I mean, he's got to look at he's, – he's probably looking at this Tampa team and saying – well, I'm, I'm almost definitely going to lose Godwin. And even if I don't, he's going to be hurt for a good portion of the year coming off the torn ACL. I don't have Brown. I don't, I'm going to lose Gronk. Gronk's retiring for sure. Gronk looked like a, he looked like a fucking corpse out there. He couldn't get any separation. He, he, yeah, he um, did. But they, they could also find someone. They could, they could get. That's fair. I mean, it's, you know. it's Brady. They can, they can, I think Godwin would probably be back by like, probably back by like October-ish. So they, well, they're also they, going to lose some of that defense too. So you know, it's just who are they, I, who are they losing? Well, they got to figure out a way to sign Sue. Um, there's a, all the guys they brought on on franchise tags, and they did a bunch of weird contract shit. To I'm pulling up their salary cap now. Um, they did a bunch of weird contract shit in order to be able to bring everyone back this year as like a last hurrah. Yeah. Um, and it didn't it didn't play out, but you know they that's what they that's what their plan was. Uh, oh, Leonard Fournette's going to be gone, and I, I Tampa's not going to have the money, nor will I think they want to give him a long term deal because this is his. I think he's what twenty seven now. Um, so 26, he's got twenty six. He's twenty six or twenty seven, regardless. I give him I give him this a two year deal, but he's going to want a four year deal. And if he's gonna and if he can get that, I'd take it. This is his last. He's a running back. This is his last chance at a at a long term deal. Not that you know, I think, three four years I think is necessarily long term, but I mean, he's taken a discount the last two years. He's got it. He's gonna wanna. He's gonna really wanna you know make his money. Yeah, he will. I mean, I don't think it's a guarantee he leaves. I thought it was a guarantee he left a year ago. So, that's fair. That's fair. But I I think there's less of the let's keep the band together. Yeah, there's less time, now. too, as a running back, obviously, with the shelf. Yeah, not yeah. I mean, he was trying to come back and get another Super Bowl. But I now... Just, I'm not going to discount it because of just how Brady and how he can rally the troops. Because I do think Brady will definitely be back, to answer and, one question. I think Brady will be back. I'd, I'd say it's a... I'd say, to me, it's... In reality, it's probably an 80% chance. I would give it, like, a 90% chance, though. Yeah, that's fair, and I, 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 for what it's worth, I do think he comes back for one more year too. I do think next year is his last year. Um, but I mean, I don't even want to see Brady go out like that. I don't. I mean, I, yeah, I, and I just, I just, but I just don't. I, I think the that's the reason for pause, you know, because we're so used to even like even when he left, you know, New England and 
whatever he was, he, you know, and last year he was all about the, yeah, we're, we're coming back right away, you know, and this year there's, there's pause, you know, he's, it's a, I'm thinking about it. I got to talk to my family, the whole, the whole nine yards of expected responses. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's at least crossed his mind. I, I, I also hate when it's one of my huge pet peeves when athletes say, oh, no, I haven't given it much thought. Motherfucker, you've been thinking about it for 12 months. I haven't given it much thought. What are you yeah. talking about? Well, it, I'll it's give, not I'll only give, Brady. It's, it's anyone. Like, who's I'm going to give Rodgers the cop out because Rodgers did not think he was going to be asked that. They did not think he was going to lose that. That's a game no. where, like, for, for Rodgers, it's like he's obviously given it thought. But, like, there's no way you could tell him, like, oh, you're going to lose to the Niners, a team you're favored by six by, you're going to lose to the Niners. Like, there's no way he thought they'd lose to the Niners. Like, he just, no. Like, he just, like, and he's he does have things that he needs to do. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think Aaron Rodgers has his mind set up, um, to be honest. Um, I don't think he has his mind set yet. I, I don't either. I mean, I, I, people are talking about Rodgers, like, potentially retiring, and I just don't don't see that at all. I mean... I don't I, see that either. I, I, I think it's, like... I think it was always, like, a bluff. Somewhere else. I think it was always, like, a bluff. But at this point now, they already worked out that thing where he can go out. I don't think Rodgers wants to go out of Green Bay like he did. It's a very, like... It's an unfortunate situation for him. I don't think he wants to go out that way. Their cap situation like, is horrendous. But their cap situation is horrendous. They're going to have... Returning, like, no one... You yeah. know, so it's a it's a really tough situation for the pack. The Packers have an even harder chance to get to keep the band together, so to speak. So I, I think, and it's a band um, that didn't even win the Super Bowl. It's a band that didn't even make the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I you know? and, and never did. Yeah. So, it's a, so it's I a, I think that um, I I yeah. I mean, I, to me, I th- what do you think his best spot is? Because I think I think it's it's I think it's three places that I have. It's Denver. Uh, Indianapolis or uh, Pittsburgh? I was going to say Pittsburgh is my number one. Um, Denver for sure. Um, yeah, Indy, I just don't think he'd want to go to Indy. I mean, who the fuck wants to go to Indy? You, you spend your whole life. Like, at least Green Bay has the lore of Green it's Bay. It's also a little bit in the shadow of Peyton Manning, too. Yeah. Um, Indy's like Green Bay, but with no history. Indy you know. might ha- Indy might have the best complete roster though. They have a great defense. They have a That's great O line. Great O line. Uh, he would make Pittman into a, instantly a top five to seven wide receiver. Yeah, instantly. I mean, listen, and they then, all have they all have fantastic selling points. Um, the my issue with the Steelers is their line sucks. That's true, but you have the history. I mean, you're a legend if you if you win a Super Bowl with the Steelers. You know. Um, and I think that's something that matters to Rodgers. I think legacy matters to him, um, which is also why he probably doesn't want to leave Green Bay unless he's forced to, you know, but this team doesn't look like they can put together a championship roster next year. You know, I I just don't see, I mean, it's been, it's been, let's, you know, let's go to the next year. I mean, it's just, I mean, you and I were on the Packers. It's so deflating even for us to watch this. It's just like, again, it's like, uh, I I really didn't think this year was different. This team, I mean, I thought it was different too because of how good the how improved the defense was, and you saw it in the game how improved this defense was. This wasn't, this was a not a leap, but this was a really good defense, like a top like ten to twelve unit type of defense, like a a, de- a defense that's good enough to win win it all with an elite quarterback. And the special teams ruined it, and you know Rodgers didn't have his best day, and they you know Baki Ari didn't play. That was that was big for that them, big, and. Yeah. They lost AJ Dillon late in the and game. Alexander didn't play all the snaps. Yeah, so I mean, 
It's uh not that that not that the defense hurt them at all. Yeah, I was gonna say it didn't necessarily matter, but but yeah, I I think uh, it just it feel it feels to me like the the relationships run its course. It's like look, we both tried it one more time. Like we're not gonna be able to have this probably even near this talented a roster. You're never gonna have as good a regular season as you did with the one seed, well positioned. You get a hot Niners team, which should be very winnable and doable by seven to ten points. And you absolutely blow it in the most heartbreaking fashion. It's just like, what more do you have to give? Do you do you think there's any chance Rodgers goes into free agency? Rodgers gets his release. He says, I'm not coming back to Green Bay. Whatever. Like, package deal with Devontae Adams. He says, I'm going with Devontae. Me and Devontae, you better have the cap space. You better do well, whatever he, you got to do. Me and, me and Devontae are coming together. And like they're like being traded together. Well, Devontae's an unrestricted free agent. Well, Devontae's a free agent, yeah, but Rodgers need to be traded. I thought he worked out in his contract that after this year he basically could get released if he wanted. I thought that was, like, where the whole dilemma I thought faced. it was – see, I, I thought it was that they can move on from him, but I thought – I didn't think that he'd be a free agent. Maybe you're right, and maybe it is a trade. But still, I mean – Rodgers could just he it could be a similar thing. It's a trade, but it's just a trade so that the Packers can get something in return for him leaving. It's not a trade like we're going to send you wherever the fuck you gives us the best deal, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, um, Rodgers could just blow it up and do the same thing over again, you know, and just say I'm not playing, would, I'm not doing this, whatever. So he can he can go where he wants. It's just going to be about which team is going to have to give up a first round pick for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, I think there's almost zero percent. Chance Devonte Adams is in Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. Um, oh, no chance whatsoever. None. They could, couldn't they tag him though? I guess, but why would you want to? You know, you, like be bad. Yeah. If you if you're gonna if you're gonna be bad, be I bad. Think, and I, stop, I, I and think don't pay everyone. I think the whole I think they would lose the entire NFL's respect from tagging him. That'd be like an Allen Robinson bear tag type thing. Like, just yeah, like, that's the thing. Be, I mean, he probably would. Packers play. already have a bad reputation with how they treat players. He probably would sit out. He probably would hold out and not play. To be honest, and I would too. Yeah, I would too. And I'm not really for holding out. But <clears throat> what's a team of the teams who's in the best cap situation? I mean, look. To be honest, though, the Steelers don't really need Devonte Adams. No, they don't. That's but, where it's like they need the cap space for the line, though, and stuff. Like, that's where it's like, and, it's, and to, it's the it's the Paul George Kawhi Leonard thing. It's like, no, Paul George isn't worth three first round picks and three first round swaps, but Kawhi Leonard and Paul George is because that's what the, they were a package deal. You I know? know, so it's the it's the same. It could be the same thing. I'm not saying they'll do this. It's just they're so close, and they and they've both been ride or die for each other, even when one's not playing or one's having trouble. You know. Rodgers is going through all that trouble, and Devontae Adams was out there openly supporting it's, him, talking against his team. What's you know? the What's the Colts cap situation like? I think they have a lot of cap room, right? Um, I'm gonna check out right Are now. Because yeah. to me, it's like, look, the Steelers have significant holes on their O line and their and their run defense. The Steelers have a good amount of holes on their team. They have a good team, but they still have holes. The Broncos have less holes, but they're still really young, and it's a lot of people that haven't done it. The Colts, aside from quarterback. I don't think they have any holes. The Broncos and Colts and Steelers are ranked. One, two, three, four, five, six. The Broncos, Colts, and the Steelers are ranked seventh, eighth, and ninth in that order in cap space. Broncos have oh, wow. forty-two million. Colts have forty point eight 
and the Steelers have 34.5, roughly, on all You of see, I, I think the Colts would be the best fit. I don't think he's going to go there, but it's like you can afford – but, like, you're going to have to absorb Rodgers and Devontae well, Adams. Have, so yeah, most of that's so Rodgers, what, makes 30, 35, 38? Yeah. And then Devontae's so going to get minimum 20, 22. So that, that's that's the issue right there. But I'm signing the best receiver in so the NFL if, in his if prime. You're the, if you're the Steelers, you're going to need to add linebackers for your uh, abysmal run. You're going to have to add at least two offensive linemen. And some of the stuff you could do in the draft. The, well, the Steelers got to make numbers. They got to cut people to get to that number. I know. But I'm saying the Colts, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's where I don't see it. We are, you're adding on to a surplus at wide receiver when you have so many other deficits. And then you're back in your Green Bay situation where the defense isn't good enough up to par. But I'm saying with the Colts, what weaknesses do the Colts have other than quarterback right now? Not wide receiver. Wide receiver. Well, yeah. Because it's Pittman. I mean, Pittman's really all they have. So, yeah. So, it's, it's Pittman. Devontae Adams and the resurgence of uh, T.Y. Hilton. That's a great trio for him. So yeah. you're addressing their two needs both in one. Of the, in one, yeah. So that's where I'm saying their run defense is great. Their pass defense is great. They have the most turnovers as uh, their defense is set. Young defense. Special teams is great. They have a great kicker in, in Blankenship. Um, the O-line is couldn't be better. Fantastic. Nelson missed a lot of time. Running game, best running back in the game. Tight end, a, tight end, they have a, tight ends. Right. They'd be some of the best he ever had. Doyle and 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 Mo Ali Cox would be great for him, honestly. What about? I mean, they don't. They only have about eleven million in cap space. But it, what about a, a deal that sends Jimmy Garoppolo to Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers to San Francisco? Rodgers, then Rodgers. I don't think Rodgers is. I can't beat you. Join the type of guy. Can't see him that's doing fair. it. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, and I, I don't think he would ever go to Carolina. They're not. They're not good enough. And he's a Cali guy. I know he's a Cali guy, but like we know how the how that that part of the country leans uh, politically, yeah. and they're not yeah. going to like he him. He might not be the most popular out there. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's surely going to be uh, a hell of a off season for those two guys. It'll be taking yeah. up all the room. But we we agreed they we both don't think they retire. Correct. Correct. I mean, I think there's a chance. Well, I think there's a slight chance Brady retires. I think there's no chance Aaron Rodgers retires. I mean, less than one percent. I don't. I don't think I. I'm a little higher than you. I'm probably around five. I'm probably around five percent for Rogers, just because Rogers, I think, is such a. Rogers can be successful and do anything if he wanted. That's true. To. He does have a little bit of that "fuck you" mentality. Watch this. Yeah, it's like, like out of spite. Oh, I'll just go. Yeah, I'll be the next Jeopardy guy. Yeah, Not sure. Jeopardy. Oh, I'll do this. I'll do that for oh. twenty years and be famous as fuck. Yeah, like I see Aaron Rodgers having such a profound career and whatever he does i don't know if it's broadcasting i don't know if it's game shows i have no idea but i, I have... he's gonna do his own thing like i mean it might be jeopardy like i don't think he's gonna do the go be a tony romo or go be a, a i don't think so either sometimes i think it's, i mean it's... he might make some guest appearances you know how they bring people in for like the playoffs like one he, night yeah you know? he's such a um he's not a very censored person he's a very blunt and you know uh, you know, he, he doesn't want to be. He might, you know, what he might do is like hop on. He might do a joint, like hop on McAfee's network and just start start his own show there or something. Or he'll likely do that early, if not yeah. more, and probably more. Yeah, which is which is great. That's what that's the type of platform he needs. Yeah, um, and 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 it's the type of platform that will respond well to him. Yeah, so, I, I agree. I think I think he'll be successful in whatever he does, and and he'll be 
he'll be a face for a while. He yeah, will we'll be seeing his name around. Definitely. No I do want them enough. both in the league, though. I do want them both in the league. Yes, though. yes. I would like at least one more year, Brady, and and uh, I hope a few more years of Rodgers. Yeah. Um. But moving on, let's let's quickly talk about these games this week. Um. I know we saw we saw the, the Chiefs opened up as uh, minus seven home favorites against the Bengals. We thought that was a little high. Um. But. You know, I, it, it, both. I feel like the public's real high on both of these teams, unless you're unless you're one of those people that thinks like the Chiefs kind of escaped with a win, you know, or didn't deserve to win that game, um, even though we both thought they were the better team. But seven yeah. is a it's a pesky number, um, especially for a Bengals team that's been hot, and you know it, the Chiefs' pass rush is is questionable, um, certainly not dominant. So yeah. Yeah, I, they have some pass rushers like Chris Jones, and I, I see. I, this Melvin way, Ingram. I think Melvin Ingram had a couple of big plays too. Yeah, I, I, I if the Bills won, I was going to give the the Bengals zero chance because of 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 that defense and how good their uh, their pass rush is. I don't think they would have had a prayer. I don't think the Bengals would have had a shot if the Titans D line, like there's there's like there's a few pass rushers that are elite. The Titans. The Rams and the Bills. I mean, the Bills were getting after Mahomes like no one's business. He was running for his life. So I really thought the Bills were the nightmare matchup. But if, you, if you're the Chiefs, I mean, if you're the Bengals now, you already beat the Chiefs. You were home. You were a three-and-a-half-point dog. You already beat them. We know they can beat them. It is possible they can beat them. Um, they have the confidence to do that. You're playing a really hot team as well. I mean, uh, they beat them in week, what, 17, 18? Yeah, 17 or 16. or I think 17, yeah. So... You know, you're you know, you have that confidence and it's it wasn't a fluke, like it was a really good game and, and they came back and they were down big and then they you know I still think the I still think the Bengals are probably gonna keep it close and I kinda like that plus seven, plus seven and a half, hopefully. Yeah. And Ma- but, Matthew being you gotta hope Matthew comes back yeah. from that concussion. That could be yeah. big too. That's why I think it's gonna be a competitive game, but dude, I don't Mahomes isn't gonna lose this game. He's not losing this game. Yeah. He he ain't losing it. Like uh, I think, like I think that game that they won is that's like a game you look back on. And it's like oh, they they probably went in the locker room and were like, we're winning the Super Bowl, you know? Like we yeah, just won like, that game, like, we're winning the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, like that's that's their toughest game. That's yeah. the toughest. The Bills and the Chiefs were the two best teams left, and then probably the Rams, <clears throat> in my opinion. Like right now, I have the rankings. I have I have the uh, Chiefs one. I have the Rams two. I have the I actually have the Niners three and the Bengals four. Um, yeah, that's how Vegas sees it too. Yeah, I I just think the Bengals. Oh, like if like if the Bengals played the Rams, I think it would be a, a slaughter fest because you're you're versing against a court a competent quarterback in Stafford, more than competent and just as good, if not no, a better D line and defense, a whole much more complete defense and just as good a pass rush. So I think that would be a a, a shit show for the Bengals. Um, and the, even the Niners, the Niners line would demol- demolish Bosa in them, and Warner would demolish yeah. the whole line. So, uh, so the Chiefs are a beatable or a winnable matchup. There's an angle, there's an avenue where they can win. But personally, yeah, after Mahomes has done this and the confidence they're playing with, they've been humbled this year. They've eaten shit. You know, you know, they 13 seconds to go, and Mahomes. Someone said this. I forgot who it was. Mahomes is Michael Jordan, and that's not hyperbole. He he's Michael Jordan right now. Like Josh Allen and the Bills have lost him three straight years, and that's not even a, a negative against 
the Bills or Josh Allen. Like, yeah. there's just, like, it, this is like Barkley and the Suns. This is Stockton and the Jazz. Like, they're just losing year in, year out to the Big Bad Wolf. Like, to, to fucking Jordan and the Bulls. It's, it's, it's him, and he's not even possibly in his prime. He's entering his prime right now. He's, he's incredible. Yeah, was he 20, 26, 25? Probably Mahomes? 20, yeah, probably 25 or 26 if I had to guess. Yeah. So, you think you'd imagine like this this party and people are like oh the cap issues and this that and like they're they're just gonna make it work like like they're gonna be in they're gonna be in the AFC championship game every year they're gonna be in the Super Bowl three out of four years like this is how it's gonna be well from they're now. now the they're now like the the AAU team you know it's like how it happens in the NBA like they're gonna get all the guys that want to come and try and win for a prove it deal yeah that are, yeah that are good but not you know and there's far more of them in the in the nfl that can be impactful you know the mm-hmm. nba it's like okay you got like blake griffin you know or you on the nets or you know someone like deandre jordan like they but they're not really making a massive impact it's a nice name on the on the you know the poster board but you're not really making a major impact you know you're a nice ancillary piece you're a nice role player yeah but in the in the nfl you can find like a you know a, a great second corner that is trying to, you know, win a Super Bowl or a, yeah. a free safety or, you know, a, a outside linebacker, you know, that they can fill those gaps. If they keep their, their offensive line is locked up and it's loaded. Their yes, yeah. Mahomes is obviously locked up. Their uh, cornerback, their out cor- outside cornerbacks are locked up. Matthew's locked up in the, on the back end of the secondary and Hill and, and, uh, and Kelsey are locked up. So they have all of these, like the, the only real moving pieces are, are kind of, and Chris Jones is locked up. So the only real moving pieces are, are ones you can kind of easily replace. You know, you can find pass rushers on the, on the free agent market, especially if you're a desirable place to play. You know, it, it's not hard to find a guy that can, that can give you six to eight sacks a year, or at least some, some quarterback pressure, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think that the, like the foundation, like you said, the foundation of their team, like if they, and, and honestly a receiver, like Pringle's nice. Hardman's been good That's enough. The, exactly. That's the, they can keep drafting these, these, athletic freaks in the, in the second, third, and fourth round and just filter them in and out and, and make make solid players out of them. Yeah, like know? Pringle, Hardman, I like Pringle a little better, but, like, whatever. Like, it's no real difference for them. Like, you, like it's, like, you know, they, they're going to make it work. Like, they got Hill. They have Kelsey. Um, yeah, and people they, are you know, worried about them losing Sammy Watkins. Like, literally no difference. Yeah, no, I mean, negligible, yeah. unnoticeable. Yeah. Uh, so, I, you know... I, I think the Rams could be a tough matchup for them. I think that's that's the uh, the tough matchup for them that's left. I think they would handle the Niners pretty well. I think they're going to handle the Bengals fairly well. I think the Rams is going to be a really tough matchup. I personally think the Rams are going to beat the Niners. The Niners have won the first two games. The first game was 31-10. to 10. I think it was like week uh, 8 or 9 or something like that. And then the last week of the year, the Rams uh kind of, I guess, let the Niners in. Well, they, they tried to win that game, but they lost to them uh, at the end in a, in a great, really good game in overtime that got the Niners in the super, in, in the playoffs, and uh, I'm sure the Rams are kicking themselves a little bit for not winning that yeah. game, but what do you think of this that, game? That, that Well, that line recently this afternoon went from three to three and a half, um, so people mu- must have been really taken, they must love the getting the hook on the Niners, you know? Yeah, um, and it's understandable, you know, the, the team's two and zero against them, um, just coming off a, you know, coming off arguably the hardest place to win in in the NFL, a road game in in the playoffs in Lambeau. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get 
the kind of instant public reaction to loving the Niners three in the hook. Um, but I, at three, it, it, even maybe three and a half, I still am leaning towards the Rams. I think I just Me don't. Too. I don't think Sean McVay is going to get beat three times. I don't think he's going to yeah. get out coached three times. I don't um, think they got to fumble it as many times. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I just don't. Uh, and Stafford played great last game. Um, I just I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Um, uh, I'm I'm liking the Rams here by like you know maybe seven to ten. Yeah, I like I like the Rams by like four to seven. Um, maybe I mean look like Jimmy Jimmy's going to need to throw the ball like they're like exactly. You know they're you know and 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 you know uh, whoever it is Ayuk Debo whoever it is they're going to be taken taken away because of Ramsey right there so you know if Debo's they in the backfield much, like they didn't do much running the ball either against against the Packers who don't don't have the most fantastic run it was pretty bad run defense actually yeah they didn't but do the much Rams, fantastic run defense and, that, and and now you got donald and von miller and you know those boys and i think you know they'll be able to stop the run i mean it's hard to say that they're you know i'm sure the niners offense will get more than three points just because sure luck and like you know and like and and you know three points is such a low bar but yeah i mean i do think part of me thinks it could be a trap and the, and the niners could be the play at three and a half but i i'm hoping it goes back to three uh, and get it at three. I, I, I think Stafford is locked in right now. I think Stafford... At three right now on FanDuel. Okay. So I think, yeah, I'm sure it'll be there for, like, at certain times throughout the week. Uh, yeah. But, you know, like, Stafford now, if like... That, you think it hits 2.5? If it hits 2.5, I'm I'm betting it right yeah, away. I'm firing. But, I, I mean, I think, like, Stafford himself and this offense now is a new, like... I mean, I know they were confident in him, but, like, that was a big moment for Stafford in his career. Because Stafford has... It's come up small in a lot of big moments in his career. Um, and, and, you know, obviously he played well against the Cardinals. They didn't ask him to do much. But this was, like, his first primetime playoff performance where, like, he played great. They took the ball out of his hands for some inexplain- inexplainable reason. And then he has that deep throw to Cup. And it's like that was the defining moment to this point of Matt Stafford's career. That was his yeah. throw. That was yeah. that was his because there's, you know, oh, it's the Lions at this. He chokes in big games. There's this. And that those are fair. He had some awful games, three-pick games. But that was his moment. Said, "I'm here. You know, this is why I'm here over Jared Goff. That's what that's saying. This is exactly. why we got you over Jared Goff. Jared that Goff throw validated the trade. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think Stafford himself is more confident. I think OBJ and him have a great connection. Cup, they're firing away. They sprinkle Van Jefferson and Higby looked great last game. You know, yeah. they have such uh, a he balance. Looked, he looked great both games. He did. They have such a balanced attack right now that I think they're gonna just." Really, it's going to sound silly, but they're going to put enough up enough points where the Niners can't keep up. Uh, you know, yeah. I I don't see the Niners putting up more than seventeen, maybe twenty maximum. And you know, I I do envision the Rams putting up twenty four to twenty seven points. So uh, I I think we see it the same way. Rams Chiefs. Uh, I'd probably lean Chiefs in this case. I'd what do you think? Probably... I, I, oh, I actually oh. have that um, the spread. They have they have the odds open for what the spread would be oh they don't have the spread right now but they have so the 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 most likely you can bet every super bowl outcome yeah uh the most likely at plus 240 is kansas city to beat los angeles the second likely is los angeles to beat kansas city at plus 300 okay well what do you and think then you have sp- both the both the niners combinations 
and then you have the Rams to beat both the Bengals combinations, yeah. and then San Francisco and Bengals both combinations. Yeah, uh, like for for a for a spread for a spread wise, I think I would probably say the Chiefs would be favored by three. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think they always do that uh, in Super Bowls. It's always like the fucking three or four, but you know, three and a half. Um, I would, but the game you got to remember, it's a home game for the Rams. You're right. I forgot. So maybe they really I mean, could do. They really could fuck around and do a pick 'em. I guess they could. But uh, that's I don't, bad for the betting market. So they, I don't think they, it would probably do a two and a half. Yeah, I don't think it would really. I don't think it's really going to help the Rams a ton, though. No, I know, but I'm just saying because they got to get. Yeah. They got to take in the bets on. Uh, they got to be able to separate. You know. The, they can't just have money line and and pick them be the same bet you know on on the yeah. Super Bowl yeah, biggest betting day of the year so I I would say it's probably going to be one and a half or two and a half if yeah. if it's Rams Chiefs probably two two and a half I think it also matters how these games play out you know if the if the Rams fucking destroy the Niners or vice versa and the other team plays a close game that could that could affect the line yeah it's going to be a very big public perception line that's true. Like if the if they squeak by the Niners and don't cover and people are low on them, yeah. They got Packer, your Stafford throws two picks, two interceptions. Yeah, and then and then you know you have, uh, you know the Chiefs. Let's say they blow them out, which they could by like seventeen. Then you could have like a four point spread maybe. Yeah, on the road for the Chiefs, you know. But yeah. if if it's the other way around, the Chiefs get by by the skin of their teeth. In fact, and Stafford has three touchdowns, no interceptions, yeah. three hundred and twenty yards. It, it could be it could go you know minus two, minus two and a half Rams. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, all right. I think that's going to do it for us this week, but hell of an episode. Um, we got an exciting week of football. Hopefully, again, it's going to be tough to top this divisional round, but we got two great a- a- AFC and NFC matchups, and by this time next week, we will have our Super Bowl set. Um, so be sure to check back, listen uh, listen to us talk about that. Um, and in the meantime, check out the socials, follow us everywhere, social, uh, Bleacher Fan or Bleacher Fan Sports. Hit the subscribe button on the podcast, rate us, Tell us how we're doing. Um, We'll see you next week.